Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power Magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-host, Mike. Hey. And John. Arriba, arriba! And you've signed on for part deuce of volume 33, 43, excuse me, from December of 1992. And the cover game is Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally. Me, me. And it's a weird, weird confluence. We have the Christmas issue with the Christmas episode. So, happy Christmas, everyone. Um, and we're going to jump ahead. Uh, ben has limited time for the rest of the recording period here. So, we're going to yep, do I'm falling asleep. Page, 70, page 76, uh, Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally. Uh, we're also going to do the, the uh, X-Men Spider-Man game. And then uh, he's going to bounce, we're gonna, and then Mike and I are going to tackle the rest of the uh, issue uh, as, a, as a tag team. So, uh, the f- Roadrunners Death Valley Rally, like I said, jump ahead, page 76, and we'll roll. These so screenshots ben, look great. It, so Yeah, the screenshots are better than the game, unfortunately. Yeah, so that, the graphics are, it's a Super Nintendo game, uh, graphics look mm-hmm. pretty good. And you would think by the title of this, and especially the logo with like the racing uh, checkered flag on the R, that it would be a racing game. And you could not be more wrong. It is not a racing <laughs> game at all. And that damn wacky races precedent. <laughs> in case you were thinking, so. <laughs> I am going to get to make the Roadrunner run really fast because that's his thing, you would also be wrong. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of do it. You can do it in spurts. Very but, short like, spurts a, until you fall off a cliff somewhere. It's a platformer oh. with really mushy controls because of the way the Roadrunner, like he's a fast little yes. burst. He, it's and very like uh, uh, slippery controls, essentially. You're controlling something that's always running. Right. And that rarely works in a video game. It's like trying to wrestle a, a, a well-oiled midget. It just is not fun. <laughs> it's a terrible platformer. I actually have this game. Uh, it is. Yeah. It is not good. It's. It, Which is really. It's really disappointing because, like the like, Mike was saying, the license part of this, like the, the sprites and everything, mm-hmm. are true to the comic. Like it looks like looking at these pictures. You know, ten-year-old me or whatever. How like yeah, this is you know. If I was looking at this nine-year-old John is flipping through this, like I like Roadrunner. Like this game looks pretty. Yeah, this is kid awesome. bait. You would look at this and oh. think, I definitely fucking need to buy this game. This game looks fantastic. This is a giant fucking like landmine of a game. It's a trap. Yep, this um, is a uh, a bait and switch for sure. The the premise of each stage is. Um, the coyote has a different means by which he's attacking the the uh, roadrunner, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to defeat him like at his own game as the roadrunner. Apparently, apparently on, you so. acquire new enemies because one of the screenshots shows you running up a uh, a girder, and beside you is the uh, the seed mar- the seedling Martian that usually uh, tantalizes Bugs Bunny instead. The same ones that Marvin uh, the no, Martian that's not. No, you're wrong there. That's why the coyote in a flying suit. No, yeah. I'm looking at I Was Born to Run, the first page. I Was Born to was Run. Born to Run, okay. okay. Yes. And yes. you can see the dog. Oh, the Martian, like, I see what you mean now. Yeah, you can see Marvin you. the Martian seedling Martians. I got you. His like, little right. seedling henchman is there. The, and he's the in, coyote like, a teleporter is pod. the 
is the is the boss in each stage though like you are beating the coyote in every instance of this mm-hmm. game yeah, and they're really going for the fake racing <laughs> theme with the mm. yellow flag the red flag the green flag the purple flag Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know this is like sticking to a theme that doesn't matter, sort of like the taste test with the food. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. it's it's sort of a slap in the face that they throw this all this racing stuff around. You don't actually get really to race as the roadrunner. Yeah, you're just doing this so. shitty platforming where you're you're awkwardly jumping around. Though Quantum Beep is a hilarious stage name. <laughs> it's on the back of the poster. Is that the one where the Roadrunner gets sent back in time and he looks in the mirror and realizes he has Down Syndrome? That is my favorite <laughs> moment. Quantum what? Beep. I'm retarded? <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, old Scott Bakula. Oh. All right. So, yeah, unfortunately... Uh, this is an incredibly over, like, skippable game. Yes. Despite the the license. Oh, the so. graphics are great too. I'm looking at the last boss here, where you're oh, fighting yeah, like that. Mecha Coyote. Oh, that's awesome. Come on, it if he's got this amazing. kind of budget, if he's got this budget, just order a fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why can't why can't Acme just like prepackage some Roadrunner like farmed Roadrunner meat? Yeah, send, it send him some Roadrunner MREs. Come on, go to the military surplus store. Why doesn't this guy want to get chicken, anyways? Yeah, why does he have to fit, chase the fastest animal? Like, yeah, just there's like, not as much meat on a roadrunner as you might think. By the coyote, hey, yeah, you, get, you so- get the feathers and the bones out of the way. Come on, yeah. go after something fat and dumb like Anacol Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Dig up a corpse, brush the puke off of it and the pills, and there you go. <laughs> Oh, hmm, tastes like Vicodin. <laughs> right. I just took two bites and now I'm sleepy. <laughs> All right. So back of the poster, so, we've got the Lost Vikings with an awesome uh, illustration here. They're busting through a wall or a paper wall or something. Yeah, it's like, it's like they're slicing through your magazine and like punching out your mm. face. This is all kinds of I awesome. I know, they're yeah. coming to ransack your face. It's freaking <laughs> hilarious. It's freaking awesome. Sounds like the girl you took out last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be seeing right. tomorrow. And this is actually one of the uh, uh, first Blizzard entertainment games, believe it or not. I don't hold see, off, hold off, I hold off. We'll get to that when we... And Silicon Synapse <laughs> as the uh, trademarks. Well, well they, Blizzard was involved with it. You keep so. believing that, but they developed it. Maybe they become Blizzard. Maybe they All developed right. it and had a, the interplay as a publisher. Okay. Any case, and we will talk about the game when we have a, a, a full coverage of it. Speaking Spider-Man. of man, disin, disinpoint, disappointing uh, license usage, <laughs> we have X Men and or Spider Man and X Men Arcades Revenge. Oh come on, it's an LJN game. <laughs> <laughs> They're bound to get oh, it right. Oh my god, this so is ben, so awful. Talk to talk to us. I tried to play this game uh, before in prep for this and. Uh, hmm. You know, because I'm a, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and uh, this game is a blumpkin of a game. It is awful. <laughs> well, a lot of this game just doesn't make sense. Like, the storm stages here underwater. Like, what the fuck does storm have to do with being underwater? I th- well, but, like, well I think Arcade is... Uh, I think Arcade, <laughs> he would be designing these traps to negate their powers. So that's why Spider-Man has like little spikes in his level to prevent him from swinging or uh, 
right. landing. So all these traps are designed to negate their powers, which in concept is neat. That you know you're fighting against your type. Like in practice, Wolverine. it makes it not fun at all. Does Wolverine really have game. a? Does Wolverine have like a health meter? Because he shouldn't. Probably does. I couldn't tell you. So you don't get to the, the whole thing with the game is you don't get to pick who you play as. So you it just starts yeah. you off at stage one playing as Spider Man. It's a prescribed like you don't choose who you're using. Like there's a Spider Man stage, then there's the Wolverine stage, then there's the Storm stage, then the Cyclops stage, and then finally uh, the Gambit stage. And apparently there's a glitch where you can get like unlimited lives for the Gambit stage. Mm. So if you get that far look that up <laughs> um, but if you get that far you're fucking insane in my book because yeah. oh my god this game is just trying on all it kinds looks of neat it with Wolverine having the ability to tear through walls absolute tripe is what this game is so let me talk about the and, let me talk about the first stage here with Spider-Man so right. uh, Spider-Man yeah you think you're like um, jumping around kicking ass and all that kind of stuff nope you have to hunt all over the level for 20 security eyes as they flash. And you mm. can't just go and grab them all. You have to do them a specific order. You have to go in order. sequence. Yeah. Mm. How <laughs> fun is that? Let me go hunt and peck around a level for aimlessly collecting these, these pieces of shit. I think I remember <sighs> playing this game, but I don't remember beating it. Or, yeah. you know, liking it. And it's one of those things like, oh my god, the licensing. Like, you have... Spider-Man, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm. Well, and Cyclops is, you know, along for the ride, too. But I mean, like... (laughs) (laughs) But holy fucking licensing. Uh, I mean, oh my god. Like, the, the, the group of heroes that you have at your disposal, like... You, this should be the easiest game ever how to do you, sell to how people. Do you, and you, you shouldn't be able to fuck up something this amazing. Well, that's sort of the problem, though, when it's such a like beloved group mm. of you know heroes. I mean, it's one thing if whatever game disappoints me, but like you slap these names on it and make it shitty, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Right. So I mean. Yeah, because it's not even like that. You know, they had. It's not like they had to rush to like meet a movie license or something. You know, it's not like oh, we're we're coming out with this new Spider-Man and X-Men movie next year. We gotta oh we gotta get the game God. out. If they had a Spider-Man X-Men movie, I would just like jizz myself for a month straight. Like, <laughs> oh man, one of my favorite Spider-Man episodes was the Spider-Man X-Men crossover on Fo- when, during the uh, Fox cartoons in the nineties. Like seeing those two bleed into each other was it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it made my it made my summer. It's like, oh my god, Spidey's Spidey's like spring Wolverine in the face with his webs. Yeah. So, so the graphics of this game are, are terrible as well. They don't even look like Super Nintendo graphics, and you can tell they really just didn't spend the time to get the uh, animations right at all. And some of the poses, like every every time when Spider Man looks like he's jumping, it just looks like he's taking a shit in the air. <laughs> yeah. And like the walk animations, just like a standard walk animation you'd see at like a beginner's animation class. It doesn't look like how Spider-Man would walk, you know, that kind of stuff. Maybe they got better at it throughout the length of the game. The later levels are, are good. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I tell you, I, I, I would not wish this upon someone playing. I'm looking at stage the, two and it looks Cyclops. like that. Uh, oh, gone. The Cyclops boss is the Sentinel robot, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, 
Stage two Spider-Man. It looks like, that screenshot looks like uh, what was that uh, thing that you showed me? It's like Olympic divers pooping. <laughs> yeah, that's what Spidey looks like. <laughs> Olympic diver pooping. Pretty much. That's just what that's just what this podcast needs. Inside jokes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me describe okay. a meme to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Stan Lee describing the meme. <laughs> hey, All right. have, you true that, uh, yeah, have you seen that uh, trailer for Spider-Man uh, for the PlayStation 4 coming out? Yes. Or, yeah, do it, John. It's It looks... It, Legit. It, it's the Spider-Man we deserve. It's from by uh, Insomniac, from uh, Ratchet and Scratch and Yank, and... Uh, <laughs> what's that do? Ratchet and Clank, the guys behind that awesome series, are now behind a beloved franchise. This is a mm-hmm. complete redemption for this game. Hope so. Despite the fact that there were numerous good Spider-Man games in the meantime, this is this I think is that's the being generous. The There's like really only one or two of those games that were any good. Uh, Web yeah. of Shadows for the Super for the uh, 360 was pretty good. Spider-Man Two, I remember, was mm. being was pretty good too. The that was a good yeah. one. Well, I like the. How do you uh, like to be like the window washers in that fucking city, though? Like fucking Spider Man, <laughs> Jesus Christ! My favorite parts about the 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 movie the movie games for the Tobey Maguire movie games was like you have yeah. Bruce Campbell doing the tutorial level voiceovers. Those were fucking <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, Chucklehead, you go ahead and beat up these guys, and I'm gonna go get a sandwich. And then you, you can hear him eating it. It's just like, all right, so, okay, now you've got to swing through these circles and then see if you... It's just like, oh, my God, this guy's taking the piss out of me. He's, it's like, uh, have you ever watched... Fucking Gram- beautiful man. No. Have really. you ever watched Grandma's Boy with oh. the uh, director's commentary mm-hmm. on? No. They, I, like, don't, I barely time. remember the movie. They're talking about, like... The girls that are in some of the scenes are like, yeah, we went to the strip club and we told them they could be in the movie. <laughs> like, it's just awesome. <laughs> they like stop halfway through the movie, go get sandwiches, and they're like eating them. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, you don't anyway. care about this movie, and I got paid, so fuck it, let's just do this. Yeah. Kind of reminds me All of right. uh, director's commentary on uh, Cannibal the Musical. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh. That's the Trey Parker, Matt Stone one. Yeah. So, like, they just like brought all their friends onto it. And right. Like, it was like a college project, basically. Yeah. He gets it. I guess like you know, the horse in the movie was named like Leanne or something, which was the <laughs> name of like his ex girlfriend. <laughs> and like he gets this whole sad story about how like she cheated on him or something. So and, he's um, gonna make a joke about like everyone's riding Leanne. Yeah. And like they get just more and more drunk throughout of it, and at the end of it, they're just like, "Let's just go to the strip club, woo, titty bar." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of titty bars, I think you're done for the evening, right? That's right. I'm out. Have a good rest of the podcast, gents. I'll see you later. All right. Good night. (laughs) Bye. Bye. All right. And we're going to carry on. Okay. So Uh, I guess we'll bounce back to. uh, Yeah. We'll go to the uh, the Mario puzzle. The Mario puzzle. The Mario. Yep. Last last episode, we (laughs) capped off the Adventures of Link in style with Link. And now we're going to be seeing how things end with Mario. This was uh, my favorite of the two comic series. It's just wacky, beautiful. I can't say enough about it. And right. so we so. start off with Mario bouncing into action, uh, somehow bou- jumping he's, on the ground, he's, and he's, he's jumping he's up. Interrupting, he's interrupting the wedding between Bowser and 
Princess uh, Toadstool. And so. the recap is done. So he bounces out of the sky, or he bounced out of the cake, got the drop yep. on Bowser, jumped on the ground, and then immediately bounced up and gave him a fistful of boot, or a face full of boot. And the sound mm-hmm. effect is boot. <laughs> and then what what crash and all the all the uh, like he cartwheels into coop- the uh yeah go on yeah okay the cooperlings are say you know spried up say it's mario impossible how did he get here well because and, you decided uh, to hook up your lava cave to your cake yeah right <laughs> so, and then he goes so, come on princess this away i love you bowser darling i love you bowser darling so clearly, she's showing uh, the hypnosis is still, is still mm-hmm, got its effect. grip on her. And then Mario's like, "Has she has she flipped out or what?" And then Bowser, he's he's got an egg on his head, which is weird because mm. he was kicked in the jaw. But I guess like he rolled into the something and banged his head there. Yeah. And, but yet his suit doesn't have any scuffs on it, which is funny. And he, and he's like he's gloating while still shedding a tear from the pain. But he's playing. Bowser don't play, homie. <laughs> Bowser's serious. So he says, ha, ah, you see, she's grown to love me. And he's thwomping, like, tromp, tromp, like stomping at Mario. <laughs> and, and then he yells. Uh, yeah. Mario picks her up. Seize him! As the uh, <laughs> army of Koopas uh, descend upon Mario and Princess And, uh, and Peach looks so nice in that, in that close-up of her. It's Toadstool, by the way. It's not Toadstool. It's not Peach. Peach is blonde hair. All right, well, whatever. Find the princess. Yeah. All right. And then they, well, they called her Peach numerous times in here, but never Toadstool. So okay. Luigi and Yoshi are in, lost in the palace basement. Luigi's saying, Yo, Mario, where are you? And then he stumbles upon the Yoshi storage, the Yoshi, the egg, the the Yoshi egg storage pile. center. <laughs> Whoa, that's creepy. Yoshi, Yoshi, Yoshi. Like, yeah, slow down. Where's, like, where's friendly Floyd's dictionary when I need it? Yoshi, Yoshi. Yoshi's about to like fuck his way through a pile of Yoshi poon is what he's thinking I think but <laughs> and he goes the eggs what about the eggs oh these do look kind of familiar and he goes I get it and then it shows him remembering what uh, happened to Yoshi he goes the other Yoshis are trapped in the eggs and Yoshi's like Yoshi Yoshi then he grabs a stalactite and he starts cracking eggs and then the Yoshi yeah. comes out and then uh, they all decide it's time to play wacky Yoshi and they all start cracking eggs, and Yoshi's are popping out, and then we get to so see... So basically, like, it's like the Clone Wars. They're basically getting an army of Yoshis. Like, why would you keep, you know, something, like, un- unguarded, a pile of, like, <laughs> Yoshis that could be exploited? But, all right. Yeah. So Mario... Mario <laughs> this is, tied this to... is fucking great with Mario. He's got, he's got beat up by so many of Bowser's troops. His bumps have bumps have bumps, and he's got a fucking cactus of bumps on his head. He, he looks gets, like yeah the cactus the cactus enemies from he's got a pokey uh, super yeah that's right and so then, Bowser says to him I'll do the I'll do the voice of Bowser okay great ha I'm feeling generous you might say you might you may stay but now you have a front row seat to witness this blessed event princess snap out of it give it a rest she's mad about me now on with the ceremony as he points to the efficient yeah and he says do you uh, Bowser Take this woman, and then... The- your highness, your highness! As uh, one of the Kooplings runs in, How dare you interrupt? Come back tomorrow. But, but, but it's a crisis! The Yoshis! Yoshis? Yoshis? Oh. What about the Yoshis? And <laughs> there's like a <laughs> cloud of dust, like the, like the end of uh, 
the Lord of the Rings movie where the the army like descends upon the battle, uh, like the white army comes charging in <laughs> to save the day. Except this time it's the green and uh, occasionally blue and red army. Mm-hmm. So like a swarm of locusts <laughs> or Yoshis or whatever. No, they eat like locusts. Come, we'll just stick with the locusts. Come charging in, and Bowser says, "Ah, they've escaped. Fall in, troopas, on guard." And uh, the, so, like, they yeah. uh, they come barreling towards each other, right? Yeah, and the Yoshis are just, like, the Yoshis just trample right over them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how they captured all the Yoshis in the first place, but uh, <laughs> Luigi's... Well, hypnosis, remember? <laughs> yeah, but, well, as we see uh, Fu Manchupa, he, uh, mm. well, you know, Mario, Luigi's leading the charge, saying, charge, let's crash this wedding! And then uh, Comic is just like, what? I turned them to eggs! You saw them. Cast another spell, quick! And then, so he, like, rushes to the yeah. front. And then Fu Manchupo comes to the front, uh, starts casting his spell, and, and <laughs> Bowser looks on with a smile. And then when the dust clears, <laughs> he's like trampled, and Bowser goes, "Holy, holy shit!" And, and the so. best part is like he's got like so many footprints all over him. His glasses are cracked. His scepter yeah. is broken, and we see like fractures and chips of it all over. Like the attention to detail, he's been curb stomped. Is, is fucking great. He, he's been so Yoshi as, trampled. After he gets stomped, uh, Princess Peach leaves her trance, and she's she's like, "You you want to take it?" Yeah. What what happened to me, Princess? You come to your senses. And then Bowser takes off in his smiley copter, and mm-hmm. uh, Mario goes, "Look, you're not getting away." And then he snags a rope onto it, and then... No! <laughs> We're going in. He goes crashing into the cake, uh, falling down the, uh, the the pipe in the process. <laughs> Eat cake, shall scum! And then uh, the Yoshis descend upon the cake. <laughs> Eating their way through it. <laughs> fucking Yoshis. It's and fucking locusts. Help, I can't breathe! And he's like... <laughs> you know, he pops his head out of the cake. What?! You again as Mario stands, like, uh, menacingly over him. The party's over, Bowser. Not until the princess and I are wed. And he grabs. <laughs> he charges at him like, like he's throwing a tantrum. Like he's got his eyes closed, he's just swinging his arms blindly. And then so, he comes popping out of the cake. Mario right? sidesteps him. Yeah. And, uh, he, or you no, know, he goes crashing into the cake, that's right, yeah. okay. And then that immediately topples the cake, which has now been eaten to its core. Because apparently mm-hmm. the cake is a core. And he's, wow! He's falling down and everything's and crashing Luigi's to the ground. And he's like, Mario, jump! The cake's collapsing! And then he mm. jumps off and... Wah! And it all comes crashing down. So, and Luigi says... He got his just desserts. Koopa's conquered. The Koopa's conquered. The princess is saved. Piece of cake. Oh, Mario. And then she, and gives, she gives him a big old kiss. Thank you. Yep. And uh, so the Koopa's King and Sidious plan failed. All the Yoshis were freed, and Princess... Oh, fuck. Now it's Toadstool. Okay, Princess Toadstool, even though I'm sure they called hmm. her Peach. Mm-hmm. Mario and Luigi returned to the Mushroom Kingdom for a well-deserved rest until their next great adventure. Ciao! That's a pretty convenient ending. Like, all of a sudden, just, like, fell apart right at the end. Yeah, just like that cake. But it was well-drawn. It's entertaining, and... 
you know. Yep. And we get to see uh, we get to see about the guy who wrote it. It says Super Mario Adventures. The first twelve comic episodes presented in this book originally ran as a series in Nintendo Power Magazine, beginning in January '92 and running through December '92. The final so, episode, same as the Zelda. <laughs> the final episode, which was printed in the first issue of 1993, to- introduced Mario's alter ego and tormented childhood playmate Wario. The comics don't follow the storyline of any particular game. They do incorporate many characters from the games and even introduce some new ones. Charlie Nozawa, the artist who created the comics, is known in Japan by the pen name Tamakichi Sakura. His most notable works include Shiwase no Katachi, Shapes of Happiness, and Oyaji no Wakupse, Dad's Planet. Kentar- that sounds like a play. <laughs> I don't know what goes on there, but Kentar- right. <laughs> what happens on Dad's planet stays on Dad's planet. Kentaro Taku- Takuma uh, did the screenwriting effectively, and Dr- he's known as J- known Japan for co-authoring comic lesson. Even an ape can draw a comic. Well, so can an elephant so. if you torture it long enough. <laughs> on to the counselor's corner. Uh, so what do we have? We well, have, we have uh, uh, more dim counselors. Oh my god, these screenshots are fucking off. Well, the screenshots are yeah. great, but the counselors, it looks like it looks like, like things aren't going so well over at Nintendo of America headquarters, and they have to be very uh, frugal with the lights. Kyoka Kuhia is the uh, counselor they've tapped for leg- more Link to the Past He's, tips here. He, so. he looks like a living anonymous mask. Yeah, he's got a nice smile, though, I'll say. Like, I, I feel like I would trust him until he stabbed me to death. <laughs> yeah, and so, so the first thing he tells you where the flippers are. Yeah, so you can uh, meet the Zora, lake. and then we get to see what and Zora then, looks uh, like. what does the magic powder do? <laughs> whatever, so. you, whatever you want to see, man, just don't take too much of it. <laughs> Just do a fucking line and go on a trip, son. <laughs> All right. And so we you have can't, Street you Fighter can't, you, you can't use the magic powder until you find the mirror table. <laughs> a Street Fighter 2 tips from Aaron Cartosian. Sorry. Blah, 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 blah. So it's some tips. Just uh, what, how do I use the super moves for Zangief, uh, Dalzim, Ken, and Ryu. And so he gives... Just the combinations you need to do for we got Zonkey for the super sexual pile driver, <laughs> and uh, he gives you tips on how to beat Bison with Zangief and uh, Dalzium. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what we have Larry Wainwright, who just very disconcerting. It looks kind of like like Jack Nicholson in the Joker. Yeah, yeah. It's the wide smile and like the ears, just like just out of the darkness. Uh, he's giving Dragon Warrior three tips. How do we get into um, the castle of Baramos? Well, mm. I don't know because your screenshots are taken with the fucking lights off. Yeah. And then rock puzzle tips, and then uh, what? Jason Stangle, who's like couldn't be bothered to wear a nice shirt the day that they took his photo. He's like definitely a Dungeons and Dragons like. Dragon Master, like, or Dungeon Master. Uh, he's giving Kid Icarus tips for the Game Boy. So, uh, how to defeat Orcos and where to go to get powered up in the game. So, anything you want to say there other than that? Nope. Let's go on okay. to Desert Strike. God, I fucking loved this game. Like, I, if I had a counter on number of times games have been rented by me in my lifetime... This game would definitely be in the top five uh, f- from Blockbuster. 
I wish I should should have just gone and bought it because uh, I never really got that far into it because you know like when you rent it you have to go figure out you know what you've done from before. But uh, the premise of the game is you're an Apache uh, helicopter pilot and uh, there's just different battles that you um, like different layouts of you know different different problems. So your Apache helicopter has a winch to like rescue downed pilots and stuff like that. So um, you basically go on like rescue missions, which is weird because you wouldn't use an Apache to do that. But whatever, like it it works for the game. So you, you, there's this different um, tasks to do for every area. Like there's radar sites that you want to take out so the enemy can't like you know scramble planes at you. If you cut the power, um, power station, like, areas, like, other stuff they can do to go after you, uh, goes away, and there's, like, command centers, and, like, you just, you know, can fly over the different areas, take out the other enemy air force, and, uh, but the big goal of the game is to find the, generally, most sites, they'll have, um, an American pilot that's been shot down, you have to find him and, like, rescue him, uh, and I think there, if I remember right, there's an, like, amount of fuel that, like, kind of limits what you can do. And, like, <clears throat> one of the important things is the different co-pilots. Some of them are, are stranded, and when you rescue them, you can then take them on further mis- uh, further missions. So, like, on page 72, or 73, it goes through the stats. Like, um, Lieutenant Carlos Valdez is the best for, like, shooting accuracy and winch speed. Uh, but you have to save him from one of the battles before you can, like, select him to take out with you. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's... Not the most complex game, but, like, I was totally into, like, Tom Clancy and shit like that when I was this age, so, like, I had a lot of fun playing this game. It's, um, it controls well, like, it's, there's a lot of challenge to it, but it's not, like, anything you can't handle. Um, and it's just, like, it, it's pretty, like, the, the artwork's done well, like, I really can't say anything bad about this game, like, is it an all-time favorite game? No, but, um, if you're into, like, military games... And uh, stuff like that is definitely, I, I would say, go back and revisit it, because it's, um, it's a pretty fun little little game here. Yeah, I was so. just thrown off by Command and Control, because it made me think of Command and Conquer. Yeah, it sort I mean, it doesn't really play like that, but it's, like, in that vein of, like, controlling a map, you know, so... Anyway, and they stick, you know, the other thing is this, you know, came out right after the end of the Gulf War, so, like, it was, you know, pretty topical, because it's set in the in the desert, uh, you know, for a war and all that, so, um, it's just, it's a solid game, it's fun, so. Anyway, uh, then we're going to skip back over, we already covered the, uh... Yep, so, pushover. Puzzle players yep. meet G.I. Ant. G.I. Ant. Uh, (laughs) He's the power behind the push in Ocean's new brain teaser for the Super NES. The object is to use the army ant to set up Domino so you can topple them all with a single shove, leveling the trigger Domino last. Topple them in time to get a code that takes you to the... So basically there's a hundred stages. It's kind of like Lemmings in the sense of like you're setting up an area to like solve the puzzle. It gives you a code after each one so that you can you, you don't have to go back and play the ones you've done before. And then some of the dominoes have special abilities. There's ones that keep tumbling. There's ones that there's a delay before they'll fall. There's others that make bridges. There's others that blow through um, the floor and fall down to the like platform below them. 
but basically the uh, thing you have to do no matter what is um, you have to hit that trigger one last so there's a trigger domino that has to go down um, at the end and that is what opens up the stage so you can go on to the next um, you know and, and it's not really that memorable of a puzzle game but if you if you like you know 16-bit puzzle games if you thought yeah, was... if you thought I liked lemmings but could you take away the lemmings that's when you <laughs> no. get this game it's sort of a fun little weird little puzzle I mean it's not an all-time great game but like what it is it does pretty well and it's not impossible it's just kind of you know but it's apparently some of the later later puzzles get pretty tricky so I don't know tricky 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 not much to say there beyond that though it's kind of this weird little domino game is the way it works so So, taking it to something we can talk about rapid fire take aim on these blazing (laughs) games we got battle clash bazooka blitzkrieg and x-zone and uh these are super scope games which i really enjoyed emulating because i got to use my mouse (laughs) and it was a lot faster and didn't require six double a batteries six Friggin', or the, yeah. I think they were double D batteries. Yeah, actually. double. They were, yeah, that six, was, yeah. I don't have to get a friggin' lead pipe on my shoulder, and then stare <laughs> through a tiny keyhole in order to play this game. I could just use my mouse and just blast everything, and it was fun. So you, you've played all. I've never played any of these, but like, so which of you are gonna pick one? Which would you play? Battle Clash. It was quick. Battle Clash. It was fun, and it was easy to play. Okay. It looked beautiful. It was a good game. What the hell is this X-Zone? You're dropping nuclear bombs on people? Is that what's going on? I think you're trying to prevent... You're shooting down bombs that are being shot at you. Oh, okay. Well, that's not as fun. <laughs> it's like Defender. It's like first-person Defender. Right. Okay. And then we've got Bazooka Blitzkrieg, which looks like a more standard fare. I'd say, so I'd say X-Zone is like the oddest of the three. Like, it's definitely kind of uh, Bazooka Blitzkrieg. I don't know. That street boss looks kind of neat. I'd like to take on this game. It looks fun. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying that look like that. The X-Zone looks the least conventional. The other two look like games that we've all played. Like, they're kind of light gun shoot-em-ups. Oh, you know, shit. Like. Got ter- the, it says, for scope titles, Terminator 2, the arcade game, promises to be a big blast. The Hunt for Red October and a Tom and Jerry game will have yeah, super scope it- options. I wish any of those had come out, because that would be fucking awesome, but none of them ever did, I don't think. I think there was only these six games for the Super Scope. Yeah, I don't remember anything else, so it's like, man, poor Nintendo making pro- poor Nintendo power making promises that Nintendo's not going <coughs> to cash. Yeah. And CD-ROM attachments and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, um, the player's power, the player's poll contest for this month is uh, March Madness coming up. So we have the always the third prize is uh, fifty playing with you know Nintendo Power T-shirts. Uh, second prize will be a uh, NCAA basketball and uh, the NCAA game for the Super Nintendo. There's ten of those going out, and then the grand prize winner is NAACP basketball. NCAA basketball. Uh, the winner gets a trip for two to Nolens for the Final Four in 1993. Get tickets to the NCAA Final Four games from Rawlings and take home an NCAA basketball game for the Super NES. And if I remember right... You can throw in the basketball. 1993 NCAA Final Four. I think that's a very famous one. 
I think that's the one. I'm gonna look this up. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> um, that was the year that uh, Chris Webber was at Michigan, and very famously, at the end of the championship game, uh, he fell on a ball uh, in a tie game, or a very close game, I forget exactly the situation, but he then went to take a timeout, and his team didn't have any timeouts, so they assessed a technical foul, effectively costing his team the game. So, uh, very uh, famous Final Four, so whoever won this actually uh, got to go to a very interesting... Um, game. It's a very famous uh, game. It's like, you know, if you're going to go over probably the most prolific basketball college basketball uh, moments of the last of, of my lifetime, that would be on a short list uh, for sure. So, Oh, and by the way, I just checked out the Super Scope. I was right. It's six AA batteries. All right. I was wrong. I'll admit it. All right. Uh, and then we have Destiny's Oh, Adventures. and by the way, the compatible games that came out for it were Battle Clash, Bazooka Blitzkrieg, The Hunt for Red October, Used for bonus games. Lamborghini America featured a Super Scope exclusive mode. Lemmings 2 for calibration. Quickly aim the crosshair when the game starts. Metal Combat Falcon's Revenge. Operation Thunderbolt. Super Scope 6. Terminator 2 the arcade game. So Ah, it came out. Tin Star. X-Zone. And Yoshi Safari. Well, and I'm a monkey's uncle. Let's move along. And for right. if you played, have you? Uh, did you? Do you have a Wii U? No. Okay, because if you did and you played Super Smash Bros, one of Princess Peach's finishing moves is using a super scope, and I got a picture of her using it, and it's friggin' awesome. One fun little fact: if as you're flipping through, if you have the scan that's online at least, we have the. <laughs> The guy that actually owned the magazine filled out the back issue order form. (laughs) His name is Terry Gross. He's from Great Bend, Kansas. I don't want to say his phone number, (laughs) but it's on there. (laughs) And he put his membership number. So he was ordering uh, back orders from uh, uh, volume 34. Wait a second. Terry Gross, isn't that a host on uh, NPR? I think Terry Gross is. It's probably not that Terry Gross, but because uh, that's a lady, and well, ladies, ladies, did, ladies that, didn't play games back then. I got it. I got it. I don't think Terry Gross from Kansas also is what I was gonna say, but <laughs> uh, oh, Terry. oh shit! I just read something else about the Super Scope. Did yeah. you, Did you know the Super Scope was in the Super Mario Brothers movie? It was the Devo gun. Care. It was painted black and gray and used by Dennis Hopper as the Terry Devo Gross government. Terry is 65 and grew up in New York, so it's definitely not that Terry Gross. <laughs> but, all right, anyway, um, Nestor's Adventures, this, we have Super Star Wars. Wait, hold on. In, 1990, oh. in 1993, Senator Joe Lieberman said he thought the Super Scope looked like an assault weapon. Great. Okay, so... Nestor's Adventures. You want to read this or me? Uh, you've done the, the comics for a while, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take this one. You'll man up? Right. Star Wars. C-3PO um, is waving down Nestor in the land speeder, uh, and he says, R2-D2 wouldn't listen to me, and now look where he's got him. He's, uh, he's just up in his logic circuits in Jawas. He's, and Nestor says, I've never met a Jawa I didn't want to stuff in a sack. Come on, <laughs> let's get R2 back before he rusts. So they go after the Jawas. We seem to be drawing their fire, Master Nestor. Wouldn't a preferable strategy, strategy be to run away? 
what just what a low just what i need a, lo- a cowardly calculator he says <laughs> and so c3po says i can't bear to look we should never have come this awful place i was just telling r2 no good will come from crashing on a planet infested with lawless life forms and he said and that says why didn't you just unscrew your head and throw it at the jawas you can talk to them into a co- you can talk them into a coma or something boom <laughs> and c3po says humans they never listen excellent we had an extra life <laughs> that's true <laughs> might i suggest an alternative strategy I once worked with a perimeter maintenance team in the Zamboni system. <laughs> we kept the Loth wolves at bay by continually firing in circles all around us. So, uh, Nestor says, uh, well, C3PO, he's, Nestor takes his advice, starts just shooting around in a giant arc. Oh, very good, Master. My plan is a success. You've scorched the hood off another Jawa, and now we can rescue R2. Don't get cocky, droid. All that blasting burned out the speeder's phase converter. Now we'll have to really put your head to use. So uh, he uh, <laughs> plugs C-3PO into the into the circuitry of the speeder, and he says, uh, "C-3PO says there's no dignity of being a spark plug. Just think of yourself as a champion." Nestor quips. <laughs> so they go and rescue rescue R2, I would assume, and continue on with whatever the fuck Nestor's up to. Doesn't really uh, leave you with much. Not a very complete story here this month. There, uh, but the artwork is, you know, eh, decent for a Star Wars panel. I'd say. I have no idea if this was licensed or not through Lucas Arts, but <laughs> it was pretty good. It it stands. Yeah. Up. And uh, all right. I, I just found out something that was attached to the uh, Wikipedia. Have you ever heard mm. of the batter up for the Super Nintendo? I've heard of it. It's that like thing you stand in and like it senses your movement and stuff. No, right? it's a 24-inch foam-covered plastic baseball bat-shaped controller manufactured yeah. for the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo by Sports Sciences. It was oh, made for, for Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken Junior Baseball, ESPN, Hardball 3, Ken Griffey Presents Wager League Baseball, Junior's Winning Run. <laughs> Wager League Baseball, that's the Pete Rose game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, no one cares. Let's go on. Top 20. You should see NES. this thing. It looks like a freaking... Oh, my God. Right. The bat looks it's hilarious. Late. I'm tired. Let's just go. All right. So, top 20. We've All got right. Mario Brothers 3, Legend of Zelda, Mega Man 4, rounding out the NES. We've got... Yep. For the Super Nintendo, we have Street Fighter 2, The World Warrior, Capcom, Super NES, blah, blah, blah. we got The Legend of Zelda, Ninja Turtles 4... No, yes, four Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. And then yep. Game Boy, Super Mario Land, Metroid 2, Battletoads. So we haven't seen Super Mario Land 2. Oh, it's, it's number, six. number six. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a pretty abysmal start. Oh. Well, I think it's like it's gaining steam at this point. It probably just hit release like this month. So well, you see that a lot. It takes it takes games a little bit to get yep. going. So. And now we got the players' picks. We've got uh, Aaron Raider. Looks like a bit like uh, Pincus from the old Boy Meets World. And then we've got Corey Kayser. Oh, uh, unre- Antonio. Unremarkable. That's, that's the best photo we have of you, Antonio. Oh, my God. Antonio Lucero. Oh, my uh, God. He looks like a tiny face on a thumb. Uh, anyway. He's, he's, he's rocking a high crop top. Yeah, just nothing good's going on there. I don't know. Poor kid. Um, then we got... Christ- Christopher is a, has an oddly spelled version of his name. Christopher. Uh, Dies on, and he's uh, he looks blazing. Yeah. Anyway, 
So, on to the celebrity prof- profile, we have Craig T. Nelson, who, fun fact, went to my university. He's an, alma- he's an alum of uh, the University of Arizona, one of the few famous people that went there. So, uh, he is a known at this point in time for um, the, the TV show Coach, where it's about, like, a, uh, a comedy about... Mm. Uh, it's like a fake Minnesota Minnesota State, right? Yeah. I just uh, remember that big goofy uh, Thor-looking motherfucker yeah, that was always yeah. on the show with him. It's it's good times. Like if you need a '90s comedy, it's like you know in the early '90s realm. It's one of the better ones, actually. They did pretty pretty good job. It's not really that much about sports. It's more about like the like comedy of dealing with running. Like it, it's it's hard to explain, but like it really isn't that much about football. It's more just a good comedy than anything else. So I just remember Bill Fagerbachy <laughs> in uh, The Stand. <laughs> M-O-O-N. That spells truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're asking him about... Um, this is just a weird... Like, why are they asking Craig T. Nelson about video games? Like, he's like, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> whatever. Uh, they're asking <laughs> about video games. Uh, he says he likes Mario Brothers. Uh, where do you enjoy? Where do you play Nintendo? He says he plays it with his son. <laughs> the Mario Brothers games became too complex. For me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is one of those weird. Like somehow they convinced his publicist that he could have a profile in this magazine. Well, I mean, he does. I don't he think does the talk, overlap. Of, <laughs> he does talk about F Zero. He says I'm a car, as a car enthusiast. I use F Zero to help me with my driving concentration. I play F Zero the know. night before a race. And if I can do well on F-Zero, my concentration the following day is right on target. It's a great prep tool for me. When what did advice he race? can you give to... He never raced. I mean, he might have done, like, celebrity, like, whatever. Pace but, cars you know. or something. No, like, there are celebrity circuits and stuff where they, like, they do um, races. But I don't think he was ever, like, a serious... Um, but yeah, uh, what advice can you give to Nintendo players? I would encourage you all to become avid readers, which actually is good advice. So, um, well, they didn't have podcasts to listen to back then, but yeah, right. And as usual, we hit the George and Rob phase, which we should love because it's basically this podcast in written form. But we're normally so tired by this point in time that we <laughs> uh, kind of overshoot them. Yeah, I could go away from here. And uh, we see Home Alone 2 for the Super NES doesn't break a 3. And that's by THQ, one of the higher... Isn't THQ supposed to be like one of there the higher... There is a weird game in here. They have the California Games 2, which is like hang gliding and like skateboarding. and ha- It's like a weird conglomeration of events. There's hang gliding, skateboarding, snowboarding, body surfing, and, and jet skiing. <laughs> and then we see so, Hit the Ice, which is apparently a, a hockey game for the Game Boy. And that doesn't break a 3 either. Yeah, there's some bad games. I mean, oh my it God. makes sense. Home Alone 2, again, for the Nintendo. They made they, they made this game on two systems, and they both fucking sucked. It's, um... It's December, so, like, the game... These are games that, like, missed the, the mark, really, on, like, being ready for... You know, like, they weren't pushed out. Like, this is sort of, like, we just need to publish them. And, well, they had to break it for Home Alone 2, because those are Christmas games. Yeah, that makes sense. And there's a couple other big games. They just didn't I mean, start early. They just didn't start early enough, apparently. Yeah, Prince of Persia got some pretty good um, reviews here. But look at the uh, look at the Roadrunners. That's exactly <laughs> what Ben was saying. 
the graphics are great, 4.3, but the play control is 2.9, so that's exactly what we're saying. Like, it looks really good, but it just plays like shit is the problem, so... Yeah, yeah apparently Spider-Man and the X-Men controls better. <laughs> yeah, barely. But 3.2 and a 3.8 on the graphics. And then what do we have? They have an Electronic Arts, uh, you know, the sports that are coming down the, the pipe, the NHLPA game for Hockey 93... That's actually one of the best hockey games of all time. So if, you, if you're going to play one of these old 16-bit, uh, the, the uh, NHL, NHLPA Hockey 93, or EA Hockey 93, is one of the best. Uh, and John Madden 93 is coming out, so we're hitting the Madden realm of football games, which uh, we all know become some of the biggest games of all time after a while. So Just like Madden um, became the biggest coach of all time. <laughs> and then we got Sonic Blast Man. And, uh, well, apparently we don't have to worry about anything bad happening because the hero of justice has arrived. <laughs> and then Sim Earth is going to be made for, it looks like NES. That's weird. Oh, my gosh. But why downplay it? That looks terrible for the NES. I don't know why you would just... Anyway, uh, and then Fire... there's another game. Firepower 2000. No idea what this is. Doesn't say what looks system like, it's for. Looks like some sort of like RC, like missile, like Planet Explorer. I don't know. It's weird, but it does look like Super Nintendo graphics there. So, uh, and then we have an NES Jetsons game, Cogswell's Caper coming down the pipe, Yoshi's Cookie, which looks like an NES game as well, which looks like just like a Dr. Mario kind of. Uh, oh yeah. Well, clearly this becomes the premise for like Candy Crush and all those other uh, <laughs> phone games. I think Yoshi's Cookie did come out. I remember reading about it. And there's a Ren and Stimpy game, which looks like for the Game Boy. Space looks Madness! Looks fucking awesome, actually. I gotta fucking play this, man. Yeah. Uh, it, says the, then, it says here, the, in the early version we received, the graphics were great, but the play was a bit rough. And when they say <laughs> a bit, they mean a lot. Yeah. They they normally put on the... Uh, oh, look at Japan Watch. The, we got Sonic Blast, man. So he's already a big deal. <laughs> He's already a big deal a big in Japan. Deal. I'm big in Japan, man. <laughs> Barcode uh, Battler. So I guess you can take your favorite can of string beans and see if you get a Megazord out of it. Yeah, who knows? That's probably a translation error or something like that. Who knows? But uh, what else do we have? We have a toys game coming, so that weird uh, Robin Williams movie is getting in the game. We have an Air Aerobiz game. Uh, toys, I bet. I bet you don't get to make that wonderful Thomas Dolby video. I <laughs> fucking love that song that they were playing. Like memories of things yeah. that never happened. So, this is amazing. It looks it's like an airline simulator. Advantage. You 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 actually plan out airline routes. It sounds like the most boring game <laughs> ever made. I can't believe you say that until you get to you get to orchestrate some great crashes. You negotiate... Well, <laughs> I'm going to send two planes into the Trade Center. Al-Akbar! <laughs> I wonder if I can get... The <laughs> I wonder if I can get this plane to explode as soon as it leaves Lockerbie. <laughs> and then I'll blame the Libyans. <laughs> it worked for and, Doc uh, Brown. <laughs> and they have uh, the super advantage as well, so it's just like the NES advantage. Uh... Obviously, if you are playing like you know Super uh, Street Fighters or Capcom games and stuff like that, they're really helpful. Uh, any of the fighting games, those are 
you actually pretty much need a controller like that if you're going to be serious with it. So, all right, what do we have coming next month? We have Magical Quest with Mickey Mouse for the Super Fuck, Nintendo, I Sonic Blastman for the Super Nintendo, and Mega Man Five for the NES. So, like another good last game. big big games. Look at uh, Mega Man Five, that middle insert. The guy looks like Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit from uh, <laughs> and, the Goofy and, movies. Yeah, yeah. And Wily's castle looks like Proton Man. Mm-hmm. Or at least Captain Falcon. And then we have the uh, trading cards, of course. Uh, there's a $25 million Domino's Instant Win game. Uh, introducing Domino's Twisty Bread free with any medium and limited toppings pizza. Only $9.99. Wow. All you have to do is suffer through a Domino's pizza. <laughs> so, ten- that's, that's crazy. Like, the pizzas are still that price. Like, they're actually, I think, a three-topping carryout is like $8 now. So pizza has actually gone down in price in time. I mean, you don't get free Twisty Bread, but still. Oof. That's not good. Uh, for Domino's stock price, I'm sure. Um, you get a game card with every pizza purchase, a thousand Super Nintendo sets, uh, fifteen hundred Game Boys, and nine million winners of savings on more pizza and Coca-Cola Classic. Ugh. All right, and then we have the uh, holiday ad again with the rocket-powered sled with the Nintendo Challenge set, the Game Boy, and the Super Nintendo's like. Uh, boxes crammed into the uh the sled so yay fun time yay super fun uh, wraps up uh issue blah, blah, blah. i'm i'm stuttering now um, <laughs> especially with your rocket plowered sled yeah blah. <laughs> uh yeah issue 43 december of 1992 is is the wrap on 92 and uh and as hopefully we'll, we'll also be wrapping up 2016 yeah. So, uh, hope you have a very wonderful Christmas, a very happy holiday. Wishing all the best to you and yours. And uh, and remember, wrap up that Jimmy yeah. <laughs> on New Year's because you don't want you don't want little little ones busting out. You want uh, you want to keep the same amount of kids next year that you had this year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, if you want to reach out to us, the best way is the Facebook group. Um, Facebook, Playing With Power, just search for it, we'll find us. Um, if you want to play and, the Patreon game and uh, see if you can get the high score for donations, you can go to patreon.com slash playingwithpowerpodcast. Right. You can scope out your competition solid, like, and say, I can do better, I can donate more than that. Tell your friends about us. Be like, you know what? Like, this is a cool podcast. Uh, you can just set it up to download. We don't even care if you listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we joke about the Patreon, but we'd really just love to see the numbers. Like, we think, like, you know, you people are enjoying the show because you're listening. So spread that love around. Spread yeah. So when you're, when you're at home for Christmas, the just sneak, to, sneak on your parents' phones when they're not looking and uh, set up the automatic download. They won't know the difference. Yeah, whatever and, podcast uh, app they use, and if they don't listen to podcasts, tell them, hey, you should listen to podcasts. Well, they'll have, they'll have iTunes, or they'll have Google Play on their phones no matter what. Yeah, so Chatbox is... Uh, that's like, isn't that like the standard for the Androids now? <laughs> no, Google Play. <laughs> anyway. All right. So uh, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, <sighs> so... Sorry. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And you've been playing with power.
entertainment system. Now you're playing with power. Okay. All right. All right. Giggity, giggity. Okay. Three, two, one. All right. Next up is Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally. Well, welcome back to the Play With Power <laughs> co- podcast, everyone. <laughs> My Ben's the hot second shot. <laughs> yeah, well, because we... I thought you were going to splice comes... me in randomly. No. no this, all right, stupid. 